Welcome to the Rooted and Redeemed podcast, where we celebrate our redemption in Christ by becoming further rooted in His love. We do this by digging into God's Word together and encouraging one another to abide in Christ. This podcast is a production of the Bay Area Community Church Women's Ministry, and we are thrilled to have you join us. Today, we have a very special episode for you, and we will get into that soon. At the end of the podcast, we will explain a bit more about how the rest of season one will look, so I hope you can stay with us until then. This season, we will be looking at the book of Ephesians. We are excited to have a special guest to kick us off. I'd like to welcome our lead pastor, Greg St. Cyr. Welcome, Greg. Hey, Megan. So good to be with you. And all of your listeners. So thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks for coming. So Greg has been the lead pastor at Bay Area for 27 years. Um, I first came to Bay Area about 22 years ago. Um, So I have been listening to Greg's uh, preaching for 22 years, and it has been uh, completely instrumental in my faith walk, learning from you. Um, thank you so much. Yeah. That's really kind. Yeah. A couple of things that stand out. Uh, first of all, when I first came, um, I came in August of 99. And um, one of the first uh, series that you went through was the book of Romans. And um, up until uh, that point in my life, I had really understood forgiveness, but I hadn't understood grace. And um, through that series in Romans, I really understood the grace that God has mm-hmm. for those who believe. So Uh, Very blessed. Um, But my top three topics today uh, that I love hearing Greg St. Cyr speak on um, are giving, missions, and reading the word. Um, When you speak on those uh, topics, your passion becomes our passion. So um, we're so just excited to have you with us and and to hear from you. Well, thank you, Megan. I remember that series on Romans, and I do. Were you in college or just out of college when you started coming? I had just graduated college and starting grad school. Yeah, so I I remember. Um, That series on Romans, it's one of the big four of all the books in the Bible that I feel like all believers need to get a handle on. And so the Gospel of John, the Book of Romans, Genesis, and Ephesians. Ephesians. So that's why I'm so excited that you all are looking in and diving deeply into this book. Yeah, yeah. We're we're very excited to dive into it. We've, um, three of us in women's ministry have put about a year into it. So we're excited Mm. to invite others in and study with them as well. Yeah. Okay, I have a question for you. You're okay. supposed to be interviewing me, but I have a question for you. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, Why Rooted and Redeemed? I love the name, but yeah. Why Rooted and Redeemed? Yeah. Um, well, um, there's a lot in Ephesians about redemption, uh, specifically in um, Ephesians 1. Um, in Ephesians 1, we learn a lot about our identity in Christ, and um, one of them that just stuck out uh, to us was our redemption. Um, right. And then in Ephesians 3, um, it talks about uh, being rooted in in God so um, and in Christ, so uh, Christ's love specifically. So um, those two themes really stuck out to us. So, so good. Yeah. You know, that would preach. Well, that would preach. <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, good. We've got some of that coming up. So, <laughs> so yeah. So, um, 
that's really neat that this is one of your uh, the first four books you would say uh, we should uh, dig into. So, um, yeah, what can you tell us about Ephesians? Well, I remember reading it for the first time. I was probably 19 years old and somebody led me to a little book by a Chinese pastor named Watchman Nee. Now, he would die a martyr's death in 1972, but he wrote a book on Ephesians, a little commentary called Sit, Walk, Stand. And that's the whole outline. Because um, in Ephesians 1 through 3, as you said, we're rooted. We were seated with Christ in the heavenlies. And then from chapter 4, verse 1, all the way to chapter 6, verse 9, it's all about walk, walk. How does somebody walk out their identity? And then in verse 10 through the end of the book, it talks about how we're to stand firm against the devil who's coming mm. at us. Sit, walk, stand. And so that Great. that's my earliest memories, honestly, okay. of the book of Ephesians. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So what was uh, the city of, of what, what can you tell us about Ephesus? Um, yeah. yeah. Well, Ephesus was this metropolitan town. So when you think metropolitan, like don't think New York City. <laughs> uh, it was a huge uh, city of 75 to 90,000 people, somewhere in that range. It was an eclectic city. So you had uh, mm. Romans and Jews and all kinds of ethnicities that were gathered there. Because it was a seaport, historically, it was like a center of commerce. Uh, but really what made it unique was this temple that they had. It was a religious center and it had this temple in Greek. It was called Artemis. The Romans referred to it as the Temple of Diana. And so it's a pagan city um, and very instrumental. So it's not surprising that Paul, as he's traveling his missionary journeys, he is going to visit these cities of influence to preach the gospel. Yeah. Okay. So, so um, what was Paul's, when did Paul, uh, come to Ephesus? What was his experience with yeah, Ephesus? Yeah. So uh, in the book of Acts, when you follow his missionary journeys, it's actually, he goes there the first time on his second missionary journey. He's not there for very long. He preaches the gospel in the synagogues. He drops Priscilla and Aquila off there. And so they begin to minister. But it's not until his third missionary journey. So this would be in the late 50s now. Um, and uh, he actually stays there for three years. He starts this thing called the School of Tyrannus. And so every day he is teaching and discipling and mentoring. Uh, he's grounding uh, new believers in their faith and uh, really phenomenal ministry. As a matter of fact, if you read about the seven churches in the book of Revelation, Revelation 1 through 3, Paul doesn't yeah. visit those churches. Most of them come from the school of Tyrannus. Oh, wow. So okay. absolutely phenomenal ministry there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Great. Great. Um, so we've chosen the theme of unity for this study um, based on our study of Ephesians and what we felt like um, the Spirit was leading us to dig into. Um, why would this theme have been important to the early church in yeah. context of their culture? Yeah, well, if you think for just a moment like a Jew, uh, there's a huge racial divide between Jew and everybody else. And uh, then of course, Romans considered themselves superior to everyone else. So to have a Roman mm -hmm. citizenship, now you've got the gospel penetrating 
into, you know, Paul is the apostle to the Gentiles. So he's taking the gospel out. Uh, Jews themselves are struggling with now this newfound faith in Christ. And by the way, that's one of the key themes uh, throughout the book of Ephesians, in Christ, in Christ. Okay. And so uh, Paul is emphasizing here, it's so powerful, Megan, uh, it's chapter two and chapter three, how he is our peace hmm. and how he has broken down the barrier that divides Jew and Gentile. Yeah, it's absolutely fascinating. So unity is like an incredible theme. It goes beyond it. goes. It transcends the whole book. Yeah, I think you all are spot on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, do you think that's a, a necessary theme for today? Oh, yes, <laughs> yes, yes. And by the way, if I could just say um, probably chapter three is like one of the most theologically challenging ones. But it, it's really about unity. He talks about the mystery of Christ. The yes, what yes. is this mystery? And the mystery, a mystery is something that was previously hidden, but now has been revealed. Right. The mystery is the church. Oh, that's good. Okay. It's the church. Okay. So it, even in the Old Testament, you don't see you know, the church explicitly laid out. Mm. But now with the coming of Christ, with um, Acts chapter two, you see the birth of the church, no longer right. Jew or Gentile. Uh, and so that was the mystery that they didn't anticipate. And so thus again, the okay. theme of unity right. is so strong. That's so good. Yeah. Okay. okay, what was your question? I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> Just, yeah. But oh, how does it apply? Oh today, my goodness. You know. I, uh, how about George Floyd? I mean, that comes to my mind right away. All that we've been through in 2020 yeah. over um, biblical justice, racial justice. Yeah. So um, the book of Ephesians addresses um, how, you know, how we are to relate to each other, right. particularly in the body of Christ. So as we live this right. out, we're a household. It talks about we're a temple. We're a family. All of these are metaphors that are used in Ephesians. Yeah. And so as we live it out and break down the, the racial divide, the ethnic divide, then the watching world looks at us and they go, wow, wow, there must be something about this Jesus. Right. So it's so relevant right. for yeah. today. Yeah. Yeah. It's really good. Um, yeah. And this even gets into our relationships, um, our marriage relationships or our relationships with employers and um, like you just said, when we live that out, Christ is revealed to others. So good. It's beautiful. And, uh, um, you know, Paul in his epistles, when you read them, you see that he almost always starts with position and then goes to practice, right? And so once we understand whose we are, once we understand the riches that we have in Christ, then we can live that out. Yes. So when you mentioned relationship, yeah. um, the reason that I or we struggle in relationship is because we don't understand who we are first in Christ. Once right. we understand who we are, then I can give out of that to others. That's so true. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we, we sort of saw um, the first three chapters, Paul was really uh, showing us that who we are in Christ, yeah. um, teaching us about, you know, our identity and our um, 
our relationship with him. And then the last three chapters, it, it moves outward into yeah. what we're, who we're compelled to be to others because of our relationship with yeah. him. So, so good. And yeah. that's grace, yeah. right? That's right. the gospel. Yeah. Uh, most of us uh, within Christendom, we tend to be under the law. We tend to be performance. We want to let's do uh, four through six, but let's do it in our own yes. efforts. Yes. Right. As opposed to first understanding who we are right. in Christ. And when you're reading the first three chapters, look for the triune God, Father, yes. Son, and Spirit. Yeah. So we say Lord, but often in the context, be astute to what it's talking about. God, the Father, his role, God, the Son, God, the yes. Spirit. Yep. Yes, we saw that yeah. too. So, oh, that's good. Um, all right. We're going to get uh, personal for a moment. Okay. <laughs> um, so what is your favorite verse in Ephesians? I can't pick one. <laughs> it's impossible. Okay, if you forced me to just one, can I do more than one? But you can you do, force yes. me to do We'd just one. We'd love to hear more than one. Okay, sure. well, I'm going to give you some real quick ones that have totally transformed me. First, Ephesians 5.18 says, be filled with the Spirit, understanding what it means to be filled with the Spirit. And then, you know, we are in a battle. There's so a spiritual battle against the devil and his demons. And Ephesians 6 verse 11, put on the full armor of God that you may be able to stand firm against the schemes of the devil. So we have to know how, what is Satan's strategy and what is schemes and how to stand firm. That is uh, just powerful. Then in terms of my marriage, okay, you wanted to get personal. <laughs> yeah, okay, so right. this is, has changed my marriage. It's Ephesians chapter four, verse 32. Be kind, tenderhearted, forgiving one another, just as God in Christ has forgiven you. Yes, wow. Right. Game changer. Yes. Yes. <laughs> my, uh, my husband, grew up on a, with a song for that verse and okay. he has taught wanna, it to my kids. You sing I, it to us, Megan? <laughs> we'll have him come on, I guess, episode okay. and sing that for us. But yeah, it's a great, I mean, if we just uh, laid that foundation for our relationships, mm. that would be a game changer. Mm. You're absolutely right. Yeah. Okay. But if I had just one, okay, just one, just ready? one. And it's actually like a passage. <laughs> okay. Ephesians 2, 8 through 10. Yes. It's so transforming for by grace, you've been saved through faith and not of yourselves. It's the gift of God, not as a result of works that no one should boast for we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works. So good. So powerful. Yeah. It's a game changer as well. Totally. So, totally. Okay. Um, well, thank you for sharing all of those verses with us. Um, what fruit would you hope to see from our investment this summer in this study of Ephesians? Well, I would pray this over all of you, that you would come to know the triune God more intimately. Um, throughout this marvelous epistle, you're going to learn about Father, Son, and Spirit, your identity, and how to walk with Him. And to the extent that we know God, to that extent, we're able to really trust him when we think rightly about him. The reason that we don't see the kingdom of God advanced for the glory of God is really because we don't know God. So there's, uh, yeah. you know, Paul wraps up verse chapter three. Now to him 
who is able to do exceeding abundantly beyond all that we could ask or think according to the power that works in us to him be the glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations. Amen. So Amen. that's that's what we want to see. We want to see us knowing him and then seeing this God who can do far more than we could ever think or imagine seeing him do that. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's right. Well, we are uh, hoping that for the women of Bay Area as well. So thank you so much for being on today. Do you have any other final thoughts? <laughs> Can I pray for sure, all that the would listeners? Be wonderful. Yeah, yeah, we would love, love that. that. Thank you. Well, Father, thank you for the gift of your word. What a precious gift. And I pray for everyone who will be listening in, who will be walking along this uh, journey through the epistle that Paul writes to Ephesus. Uh, you've written it for us today to change our lives. So I pray that we would really have attentive ears you'd give, you'd remove blinders from our eyes so we could see the things that you would have for us. I pray for hearts that would be very receptive to your word and that we would submit and surrender ourselves more fully to you. So bless this study. Uh, thank you for what you're going to do in Jesus name. Amen. 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 Thanks, Megan. All right. Thank you for being here. All right, I hope you enjoyed my conversation with Greg St. Cyr. It was great to get together with him and pick his brain a little bit about the book of Ephesians. I just wanted to take a minute and give us some more information about what to expect this season in Rooted and Redeemed. We have seven more podcasts coming up and seven weeks of study. The first week, we're going to be looking at Bible memory. We've put in the le first lesson some suggested verses that you may want to memorize from Ephesians this summer. However, we do know that Bible memory can work best when you look at a piece of scripture that really spoke to you, that jumped off the page to you. So I encourage you to take a half hour, 45 minutes this week and read the entire book of Ephesians. See what jumps out to you. And then begin with that passage. Begin committing it to heart. The benefits will endure. Weeks two through seven, we're going to be taking a look at one chapter a week. The week begins with uh, you reading that chapter and reflecting. Think about questions such as, what do I learn about God on these, in this chapter? What do I see that God has done? What does this mean about me? What does this compel me to do in response or to believe in response? Day two, you'll listen to the podcast, and we have a couple reflection questions for you there. Day three and four, and some weeks there's a day five, uh, we have some study questions on a smaller section from that chapter. And then if you're meeting with a group, you'll meet with a group and discuss anything that you learned from the podcast or from uh, your study of Ephesians that week. And of course, if you signed up to do the independent study, that's great too. We hope the podcast is a way to feel connected to Bay Area Women's Ministry throughout the summer and um, just to learn a little bit more about Ephesians. So we're really looking forward to just spending the summer together, looking at Ephesians, seeing what God has to show us individually and sharing it with one another.
Thanks for joining us this week on Rooted and Redeemed, where we pray that you continue to celebrate your redemption in Christ by becoming further rooted in His love. Be kind one to another, tender-hearted, forgiving one another, even as God in Christ has forgiven you. Be kind one to another, tender-hearted, forgiving one another, even as God in Christ has forgiven you. Ephesians 4, 32.